Welcome to Wrestling is Hard, where every side is the dark side of the ring. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at hard number four wrestling. Email us questions or complaints at wrestlingishard at gmail.com. I'm Jim. Brandon, hello. How was your week? Chris, Jim, what's up, guys? How are you? Uh, not not too bad. Sorry I held you guys up for this. Was, was uh important call? It's all on the phone, but I was also playing uh, squeezing in a little bit of capture flag. Little playing a little Halo ran a little long. Oh, so. gotcha, gotcha. Uh, you're just putting got my... on hold, just like you're putting your job on hold for Halo. That's right. Everybody waits okay, for ranked ranked arena, that's and uh, that's pretty much that's pretty much it, man. <laughs> got my W two. Gonna get on TurboTax after this. Turn it into some NFTs. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Can't wait to see what monkey you get this week. Chris, how was your week? <laughs> um. Snow, car issues, doing a podcast. That's about it. You received a gift this week, though. I think you're wearing it. I did. Let's I check did. this I'm out. Let's stand up for it for everyone. It is an airbrushed. Oh. We got air, <laughs> airbrushed. I, I should do the podcast just like this. It's an airbrushed uh, little shirt D- with Kamala, D-O-D. Shark Attack, and the, uh, what's his name? Zodiac on the back. Oh, that's incredible. Airbrushed Dungeon of Doom part. There you go, buddy. I knew you'd love it. It's not hot. Thank you very much. Love it. Yes. Also, I you guys you guys since we're you know visual media too medium too remember you can watch us on uh, YouTube at Wrestling Is Hard Productions. Uh, I decided to wear. I have my studio jacket now, which is a was sent to me from. Cool Asheville, North Carolina, which is a WCW uh, motorsports coat. <laughs> so there you go. My recording jacket. For everyone at home, hear how cool we are? See how cool wrestling fans are? <laughs> Look at them cool dudes. Lord. Airbrush shirts in 2022. <laughs> yep. Gotta it. And I'm wearing a freaking, like, basically a starter jacket. Dorks. All right. So Royal Rumble happened. So um little story before we I push it over to Brandon and get his side. I um we went out. It was a snow day in Philadelphia. A lot of snow, more snow in New Jersey, in Jersey and down the shore. But uh we got a good 5 inches. Shit was uh, pretty much not operational. So we went to the corner Mexican restaurant, had some dinner, had a few margaritas. Uh asked for the check. The bartender asked us. He said, "Do you want to do a shot of tequila?" Not one to say no. He offers me Dwayne The Rock Johnson's tequila. I'm like, yes, I'll take Dwayne The Rock Johnson's tequila. Mind you, he asked us. We didn't ask. And I got the bill and I got charged for it. <laughs> $18 shot of fucking tequila. What? Yeah, yeah. What and a I, piece of shit. Well, I said, to, you know, I said to my wife, I'm like, mm. and she's like, what? Like, we didn't make a big deal. It's like, whatever. We drank it. I don't give a shit. Then he gives another shot of tequila on top of that. The guy, he realized that we were like, hmm, that's weird. I didn't answer his shit, but they just pushed it on me. Making up a little BOGO? Yeah, a little BOGO. So I got a little cheaper shot, too. So needless to say, by the time I had sucked down some margaritas, a couple of beers, and immediately two shots of tequila, got to my couch. was going to watch something a little bit deeper that I might be able to understand and enjoy, but then I also predicted that in 30 minutes I was going to be completely inebriated from those two shots. So my wife and I sat down, and we turned on the Royal Rumble just in time for the women's Royal Rumble. 
Brandon, how was your adventure with the Royal Rumble this weekend? Yeah, I, same thing. Saturday was home alone and uh, woke up about, I guess it was probably about 9, 30, 10 o'clock. I have a he- heated blanket that that thing is like a roofie. If you turn it on and, and lay under, it's like within 20 minutes, even if you're not tired, I just end up waking up an hour or two later soaking wet with sweat. So about 9, 10 o'clock, I popped it on on Peacock. And uh, what what was happening? I I think it was Bobby Lashley versus... Brock. No, was that earlier in the night? Yeah, yeah, I forget. Yeah, uh, I ended up catching the men's rumble and maybe one match before that. N- nothing <laughs> very memorable. Was My it, God. Oh, was it the mixed tag match? Yes, yes. That's I when think I that turned that's... it off. I turned it off after Dewdrop and Becky Lynch, which was a fart. No, 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 no. I turned it off off after Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. So we get uh yeah what what uh Roman Reigns interferes, Bobby Lashley takes the title and you yeah. immediately know that now the rest of the event has been spoiled for you as to what's going to come. Right. So, Chris, how was your adventure? Did you watch the whole thing, Chris? I I watched it all in clips and 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 shit like that. I worked Saturday night. And well, I mean, with P- you can watch it at any time. I I understand that, but I also had to. Uh, my wife was up the mountains and her car broke down, no, so right. I had to drive up after work to go pick her up. So my free time to watch wrestling was uh, extremely limited. Mm-hmm. But um, everything that I saw, not the lead-ins to how these things happened, mm-hmm. but excuse me, but the uh, results. I kind of liked all the results of the matches. I mean, that was all right. Cool. I like all those dudes. Um, I did read some reviews and I think it was CBS sports. I usually just go to whatever the first one that's up there is. Mm-hmm. I click on it and I read just really, it, it's me looking to see who won every match. And then I'll end up reading what happened. And I know their review of the men's Royal rumble ranked it as one of the five worst of all time. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Yeah. I didn't watch yeah. it. Brandon, what'd um, you think of it? See on mute. It, it was a bummer. Usually, no matter what's going on with WWE, I can get up for the Royal Rumble. That's like the one treat of the year. And this didn't even do that for me. I mean, the roster is so thin that a lot of the you know mid-tier guys aren't interesting. You usually get a couple like sh- shocker WWE legends coming in. Didn't really get that. And the final five, which is you know, kind of a juxtaposition for like the top storylines going on, who could actually win. It was like Matt Riddle, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, Shane O'Mac, and Brock Lesnar. So who is like, Shane what's O'Mac. coming out of that? Jesus fucking They're in, yeah. Shane, like Shane O'Mac comes out to complete silence. He's just throwing these geezer punches that are, are just completely cutting through, cutting through the air whiffing. Um, Randy Orton's the only one that gets any sort of reaction from the crowd because it's in St. Louis mm-hmm. and that's where he's from. And he immediately he immediately gets bounced once they kind of do that like square off at the end. Oh, he here's the last batch of guys immediately gets bounced. So then you're like, okay, I wonder. If, I'm sure Shane McMahon versus Lesnar is going to be interesting. I think him and Riddle get knocked out at the same time, and you're like, okay, we'll get a, at least a hoss battle to the end. Probably 15 seconds. Drew McIntyre gets scooped up over Lesnar's head and fired out of the ring, and that was it. So it's just. They they spared any drama that that could they could have possibly added to this thing and uh, it's almost that they're a, a 
point of no return here. It's like I don't know if this show is ever going to be good again. Even the, the couple events a year that you could usually count on to get you back in are just whiffing. Yeah, I am. Um, so I watched – I started – I guess I watched the most of it. So I watched Women's Royal Rumble. I turned it on. It was – two people were in there. Yeah, Sasha Banks and Molina. So I got to see the first two people in. And I got to watch – I mean, it was – Sasha Banks is cool. She's fun to watch. I don't know. The show – The I don't know. Part of it is that not not knowing what's going on. Not that WWE is really that smart, so you're not like trying to. You don't really have to figure it out. This person's a bad guy. You can tell because they're so ridiculously over the top. A bad guy. You're like, okay, well, this is a bad guy. Like, I didn't know Nikki Ash is now evil superhero. She came out as she's the evil superhero now. I guess almost superhero, Jim. Is that what Ash stands for? Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought it was sort for ass, because she's got a big one. Hole. Asshole. <laughs> yeah, and then um, Ronda Rousey comes out, and that was kind of a, I mean, I don't think it was a surprise. Like, that was one of the rumored people to come out, but she comes out, and she wins, and okay. <laughs> like, so. Okay, she did, she, I think she, her, her punches were pretty, her punches were pretty bad. She looks a little rusty. She came out and uh, yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, that was that was the review on that too. That Ronda looked uh, really rusty. It was clunky as fucking hell. Yeah. Um, I and and we're at a point. Like I said, I, I kind of read the results and I saw who won and I was kind of like, oh okay, I'm I'm down with all of this. Uh, but the I think the only reason or the main reason I should say that I was down with Ronda Rousey winning the Ro- women's Royal Rumble. That's a lot of R's. Was uh. Ronda Rousey <laughs> rumble that, rumble. That everybody was so mad. Yeah, of course. And anymore, when I watch wrestling and the wrestling fans are mad, I love it. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm like, just, like yeah, watching it's the this. best thing fucking ever, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> but then but it was. It. Then I get Dewdrop versus uh, the champ Becky Lynch, and you know that Dewdrop isn't winning. She rules, but you know she's not winning. And then the ending was weird. It was like a choke slam off the top rope. I don't know what the fuck that was. And then it was over. And I'm like, okay. But at this point, my wife's asleep. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll watch a little bit more. Oh, no, no, no. She, st- she stayed awake for Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley because she was fascinated at Bobby Lashley's ridiculous neck. So she was like, what is it with his neck? He's ridiculous. Why is his neck? I got a couple out? more minutes of looking at this neck in me before I pass out. <laughs> She's like, this neck is that? Oh. Um. And then Roman Reigns comes out and interferes. I don't. It, it just. I don't know. It's just. You know, I went into it open-minded. I mean, I kind of did because I was really excited for the Women's Royal Rumble, and it just they don't have anybody. They bring out they Barbie Blank. Everyone. They bring out fucking Lita. Apparently, Lita's fighting for the title now. Yes. In in, in Saudi Arabia. Lita's what fifty some years old. I have no idea. She's gotta but... be. She's got to be older than me. So, 46. She's younger older than, than you? <laughs> my younger age. Than me. <laughs> She's my age. Yikes. Okay. Um, so, uh, but uh, what was I going to say? Oh, but the thing, too, is, like, they ha- have they decided that, you know, we could just maybe part of the plan. We can, like, to get us through the first half, Q Q1 of 2022, let's shit can everybody. 
and then we can bring some people back for the Royal Rumble on these little tiny day-to-day contracts, and then that'll get us through till we figure out what the hell's going on. I don't know. I don't know. They offered a bunch of people, uh, you know, according to the internet and according to the people actually they referenced. Nia Jax said she was offered, and she basically basically was like, "Fuck you." The Iconics were offered a shot in this, and they were like, "No." Why would you? No, fuck you. I don't need to be in this for what one payday? I got a I got a job over here. Go ahead, Chris. No, I, yeah, and I was like, you know, it's not like these that wrestlers don't get make any money anywhere else, right? Like these these wrestlers, like, you know, they're owned by television networks and stuff. There's all kinds of money being thrown around. Why would I like? You fired me, and it kind of sucked while I was there. I'm not coming back for one day. I'm coming back for zero days. Right. Like, why, you know, no. And I think what happens, you know, obviously we don't know, but it's like you work somewhere, and then you realize after you're gone, after they unceremoniously shit can you, and then you're like, oh, wow, my life is actually pretty fucking easy right now. I'm getting paid comparable money, and I don't have to go flying all over the place to not work. Right. Oh, we need you on the West Coast tomorrow to sit backstage for six hours yeah. in your wrestling gear. Without, without, it. yeah, with no, you're not seeing your family or your friends. You're stuck no, at fucking and, work. And you're not even on TV. Right. So you're not, you're not making even working. your product you're better. There. Yeah. Brandon, thoughts? You know? I'm looking at this men's Royal Rumble, and it's like, I, I, they don't have anybody. We, you, you know, some of the stuff isn't going to be good, but the stuff that's within their control, I think, is why this. You know, continue to surprise me as being pathetic. Some of their bigger guys, Randy Orton, in there for two minutes and 20 seconds. Kofi Kingston comes in, 21 seconds. Probably he fell, right? He fell. Well. Yeah, he screwed he up or something. Up. Yeah, he messed he, up. He bought. He messed up. I don't want to say he bought. He messed up a one of his, uh, you know, walking around your hands or whatever spots, and that yeah, was it. That happens. What are you going to do? Yeah, Bobby Bobby Roode, 50 seconds. Johnny Knoxville was in there longer than him. Sami Zayn, two minutes. Shinsuke Nakamura, a couple minutes. And then the one guy, they usually will have that story. Sometimes I'll have that storyline of, like, the first entrant, if it's somebody really good, will run through the whole thing. Right. And then it's it's not until a superstar comes in that's fresh and knocks him out. AJ Styles comes in first, last 29 minutes, just gets knocked out straight up one-on-one by Madcap Moss. I was going to say, how's Madcap <laughs> How did he do? How did Madcap do? Rick Moss. They just have to, that, that's the the blow off for the 30 minute run for AJ Styles. Madcap Moss cleans him up, waxes him. So it's that it's that kind of shit that you're like, man. Even the, even the notes that they normally hit, they're not hitting. Right. I can think of one wrestler that uh, was like number one or number two and hung till the end. Who's that? Uh, I think he was Kamala? hiding in the. And I know, I know. Who it was uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> Where's he at? He'll get on. The, he'll get on the mic for you. Oh, Bruce Barber Beefcake. Uh, no. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. The Zodiac. The Zodiac. <laughs> that was Carshiel. Carshiel. Oh, Flair. Uh, that's right. He was. <laughs> oh yeah. Speaking of Carshiel, are we done with the Royal Rumble? Do we want to talk about anything? I think so. Nah. All right. Uh, Carshield star. Star of Carshield commercials. Rick Flair got divorced <laughs> for the fifth time. Five. Do you have any idea how expensive it is to get divorced? He does. Well, he does <laughs> five times it might be much. That's a shame. Uh, you know, true love, true love's dead, man. If Ric Flair can't get married, can't find it in the fifth time. My wife took care of me. My wife, she took care of me. I was sick. 
There you go. Thoughts, Brandon, well, on divorce and Ric Flair. I would love to know how much money he owes every month that he has to keep doing this shit. I was joking around with you guys. He's going to be do- drop dead on the set of a car shield commercial with like 90 years old, just trying to make <laughs> make his bills for the month. Vince, he's got to have no money. Vince died now. Nobody's paying his alimony anymore. Chris, thoughts on uh, Ric Flair and his divorce? This is the uh, this is the perfect opportunity to talk about how important it is to take notes before you do a podcast because oh, yeah. I had a great fucking joke that I was going to put in the text thread and I thought I would remember it for today. I don't remember it. That's all good. Maybe it'll come to <laughs> you later. Yeah, it'll, yeah, come, it'll pop my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Red flyer. Um, oh, God. So what, a shitty, he, what a shitty... I'm sorry. He's, he has to be the shit. It could be like the... You know, because there's real complete... I mean, you have Grizzly Smith and you have fucking Dynamite Kid and you have those people, but he's like, you know... The most successful, uh, you know, asshole in professional wrestling. Like, he got no money just, either. That's why he keeps trying to work. Oh, God. He's got to be the shittiest guy that's still around. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'm trying to think if anybody else was like a WWE guys. Yeah, Ric Flair. Because there's like, the, the groomer dudes that are still out there. The... um. He, What's the guy? Oh, Velveteen Dream. He just recently came out and was like, the only reason I can't work anymore is because people lying on the Internet. Meanwhile, there's evidence that he was trying to pick up younger younger boys. <laughs> Yo, dude, <laughs> come on. I'm laughing at, at last week, uh, Chris wearing a $45 Ric Flair homage shirt and then this week going on coming on going he's got to be with the shittiest person. <laughs> yo, 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 first of all, first of all, first of all, let Nobody me correct defend it. it. Own it. No, 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 no. I'm correcting. First of all, way fucking more than forty-five dollars. <laughs> all right, their t-shirts are forty-five dollars. I was gonna website. say, yeah, I've got some sweatshirts <laughs> that are easily forty-five bucks, and they're not from uh, World of Fight. Roots of Fight. Roots of Fight. Mm-mm, man. Um. Yeah. I, another point that just fucking forgot. <laughs> Sorry. Let's move on. Um. Matt Hardy comes out on a po- on a podcast. I don't know which one it was, and says, um. Mind you, I'm breaking this off. I'm making this up off the top of my head because we don't have much to talk about this week. Matt Hardy comes onto a podcast. He says that uh, Jeff's uh, drug test came back and it was negative, and he left. And as he initially said, he left because he was just sick of WWE shit and walked out. Brandon, thoughts? Good. As suspected, he just did a classic Jimmy Lardani style exit and yep. and mid mid shift decided that this was the last time he was ever doing this and and cut through the crowd. So I mean, I'm glad that it wasn't any like actual tra- like traumatic event going right. on in his life that yeah. drove that. He just uh, felt the same as we do about what's going on there. He rendered his uh, parachute pants. Chris, thoughts? <laughs> Yo, look, people love that dude. You know, if he's not out because of any kind of substance abuse, he's going to get hired in a fucking second. That right. dude, I mean, look, I, I was never a huge fan of his, but you can't deny that Pete, there are massive uh, Jeff Hardy fans. And this is a guy that has not changed his fucking look or anything since the beginning. He's always been that. He's like yep. John Cena like that. He's mm-hmm. never changed his shit up. People still fucking love him. And wherever, dude, anybody, any wrestling company out there would be fucking stupid not to hire this guy. He's money. I don't understand why, but he is. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, a fan. I'm not a fan of him. I think he's, I've never, I've always thought he was like, you know, weird, raver, I don't know what else, disturbed, 
listening to Disturbed. I don't he's know. A, he's like a hillbilly. You know he is? He's, he's a, like so weird. He's a living monster energy drink guy. That's who he is. There you go. He's punching holes in drywall. Brandon, thoughts of punching holes in drywall? I mean, I I loved Jeff Hardy growing up. That was like probably There's my most att- most attempted, most failed wrestling move onto the the couch cushions on the floor was the Swanton. Nice. I think that's what it was. That move just ruled. Yeah, it did. I was three D all the way. <laughs> you still you still on Team Bubba Ray? Uh, what, has he said anything? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't know? No. Oh, he said um, no. that uh, John Moxley shouldn't apo- should apologize for taking off to go to rehab. He owes it to the fans to work. No. Through. <laughs> yo, yo. Some of these guys always like... put their feet in their mouth, especially the old school guys. They're fucking idiots. Well, that's the thing. Like somebody needs to get all these old school guys together, like some nonprofit, <laughs> to get them all together, sit them down, and go look. No, everything you guys did was meatheady and wrong. Right. I, I understand that it made you a man. Manly tough. <laughs> you manly tough and manly, but yeah, you're wrong. You don't owe oh, no, no, and, and you know, you don't know anybody's shit. You get sober and you don't want to talk to people. Guess what? Fuck them. They don't yeah. get talked to. Fuck their feelings. Yep. Brandon, Sorry. your thoughts on um. Sobriety, I guess. I don't know. On Bully Ray. Jesus Christ. My thoughts on sobriety. Bully uh, Ray. Let's talk about Bully Ray. I mean, I must be like a – I mean, you guys would know better than I do. I think you've experienced it in your own lives. Like at some point, uh, especially older dudes, I feel like, have to look back at their own life experience and and be like, this doesn't really apply to to today. It's not – it shouldn't be like things were back yeah. then. And and. Guys like Bob Ray Dudley just refuse to do that. That or he's just needs some listeners on his Bubba Ray radio part, or whatever. He's like, it. I'm going to say something insane. I think he's – what's he on? Busted Open? Busted Open Radio. Bubba Ray Radio. Yeah, he's on Sirius. Yeah. I will tell you this. Like, you know, when you – he knows what he's – he said says dumb shit. Uh, it's not too often, but he really does know what he's talking about when he actually talks about, like – Sometimes giving the ideas of like, oh, this is the way I would have gone if I had booked that situation. And usually his ideas are much better than the shit that they had on television. I'm going to remind you of something. Do you remember the um, New Japan show in New York? Oh, y- yo, uh, you know. Where they yeah. had to stop it? No, I'm not talking about the one we went to. There was one in New York where they came and it was an all New Japan show. And they oh, okay. came and they had to stop the show because someone called the ambulance company and told them they didn't need the ambulance at the stadium anymore. I remember this, yeah. So the New York State whatever game and wildlife reserve or whatever the fuck they're called <laughs> shut the show down because they needed an ambulance on premises for in case of emergencies. And they shut New Japan down until they got another ambulance. The show was delayed for like hours. And yeah, rumor, rumor I remember was this. that it was Bubba Ray that did that. Fucking scuzz bucket. <laughs> That's some carny ass shit. Yeah, it is. You not gonna put me on your show? That's a New York accent, by the way. If you can't tell, you not gonna put me on your show? Then I'm gonna, I'm gonna call the ambulance company. Uh, this is the guy that also was gonna bring a kid backstage and get him beat up by the wrestlers because he said something he didn't like to his wife. Yeah. You said remember? She was ugly. You said my wife was ugly. 
but I'm going to beat your ass. That's what he said. <laughs> they called the Wildlife Commission because Bubba Ray got shot with a trank at the buffet table. <laughs> at the Golden Corral up in Ben Salem. Did you see that video? Yeah. yeah fighting at the Golden Yo. Corral. My favorite Out is back. people are like so pissed off at each other, they start grabbing baby high chairs and beating the shit out of each other with it. Well, they were in a fist fight because there was no steak left. Is that what it was? Yes, it was. It was something along I, those lines. Um, they were pissed off that the, someone dipped their steak in the chocolate fountain, which would have been me. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking thing is so gross. I think they turn the lights out and uh, announce anything that happens when the lights come back on is no longer a responsibility. A golden corral. <laughs> Flip that. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Um, I was so, going to make a joke about it. We'll, sorry, we'll get to it later. But yeah, we'll get to it. I don't want it to get too much into that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, starting Mystery Woman stuff. We had the lady in the white towels. You guys remember this, right? It's Kamitani walks in. She, she wants to challenge Kota Ibushi. She walks into Rossi's office. She sees a woman wrapped in white towels. She looks at her face. She says, oh, I, I know something I'm not supposed to know. She leaves. Story goes on. A new girl comes into the company, Momo Kongo. That's her name, Momo Kongo. She, um, she, since she's the new girl, she tells her the secret. And she's like, don't tell anyone. She has to tell someone. Then, I know something you don't. Yeah. And Rossi says, <laughs> you hear Rossi in the background. He says, once you're out of your contract, he's talking on the phone to this person. Once you're out of your contract... You'll be able to perform live at the Sumo Hall show for stardom. Now, we theorized that it was Kyrie Sane, Kyrie Hojo, Pirate Lady. I think this all but <laughs> solidifies it. That she showed up one more time with towels wrapped around her head. Uh, I think this is for sure her. Chris, I think we're right. Thoughts? I hope it is. That, that would add... Uh... That would add a nice, for me personally, a nice depth of, a nice, like, something I can really sink my teeth into as far as watching stardom goes, because I really don't have a favorite wrestler or anything at this point. Not yet. Yeah. I'm not familiar with anybody. Well, the big show happened over the weekend. We'll talk about it, because I'm going to watch it. I think it'll come out on, uh, or it happened last week. I think it'll air on Stardom World tomorrow. And then you guys get to watch some good wrestling, because we're about to talk about some bad wrestling. AW. Uh, first off, let me say, uh, so Riho broke her collarbone in that match in the first couple of minutes of that ma- that Battle of the Belts match against uh, Britt Baker, and she worked for 20 minutes with a broken collarbone. Ladies and gentlemen, how small is she again? Let's let's. Yeah, the, the internet loves pointing out how small she is. She is broke. The woman she that... worked with a broken collarbone. Brandon, thoughts? Ugh. That's like one of those ones that I feel like I would have to like immediately just run to the back and cry. My, my neck and my shoulder aren't moving. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get to the back and it's uh, Bubba, Bubba Ray's waiting for you and he's like, "I heard you were saying something about my wife." I call but, the ambulance. But, but, but beatdowns. God. Thoughts, Chris? Yeah, she was a woman that shouldn't be champion because she's too small. Mm-hmm. And the only reason she's champion, the only reason they put her on the show is because she's friends with Kenny Omega. Because, no, the internet thinks uh, they're Kenny they, Omega fu- was, they fucking. They fucking. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, fans, go fuck yourselves. She rules. All right, let's move on. 
So, dynamites. It's the beach blast. Beach break? Beach break. Break blast. <laughs> break. It's the Baja blast beach break. Okay, show starts off immediately hot with the um, ladder match for the TNT Championship. Uh, the spots in this match were fucking ridiculous. Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Big, big ladder, ladder match. Off the big one, uh, spots were good. That Sammy Guevara cutter was sweet. Off of the one ladder to the other because he like didn't set it up. He he it was like one solid movement from the steps of the ladder to the top. Off, enjoyed that. A uh, couple nasty ones. They had that similar spot to the Stardom ladder match with the uh, senton onto the ladder. The ladder doesn't break. But yeah, I didn't think Sammy Guevara was gonna win. I, I, just, I don't really, I just don't really care about him, so uh, right. I don't want to just talk about that the whole time. But that's kind of how I felt going out of it. It was like, okay, now we have two TV shows with TV champions that I don't particularly feel like watching. He doesn't have any like story going around him. Or I think Cody will be able to come up with something interesting outside of this, so no big deal there. But Chris, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, like you said, the only thing I big spots. A lot of me covering my eyes and wondering why. But other than that, it's, you know, because, like, like you said, I just, we dig into Sammy Guevara every week, dude. I don't feel like doing it again. Yeah. It's all the same typical Sammy Guevara shit, but the spots were amazing. I do want to say when uh, Fuego Del Sol came out <laughs> and was like, oh, don't do it, <laughs> Cody, and he got into the rig. And then Cody laid him out with something like a tiger Got rider wrecked. or something like that. He like turned into like a stick. It just <laughs> he sold all over the place for that shit. It was fucking great. Yeah, but like you said, I agree with you guys. Like I don't care. <laughs> That's the problem. You just were flipping all over the place and almost dying over a fucking a fucking. I mean, I guess somebody cares. I know I don't. It's not my. I'm not the audience for this guy. So. Nope. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Although we we should talk about Fuego del Sol and his complete. I mean, does he have? He looks like he's just skin on top of a skeleton. Yeah, he has no muscle. Like, what's going on with this dude? How old is he? I don't know. He kind of looks like he's like fifty years like old. Eight. He's either eight or seventy-eight. Like I, but like, <laughs> he gets the shit kicked out of him by he gets, everybody. He does get the Yet he got a contract. Gets paid. He does. Good for him. Well, they got rid of uh, the little man. Story. They got yeah. rid of the little man um, that was with Jurassic Express. He's no longer under contract. Oh, they did. Yeah, the little man is gone. So they need oh, another little man. Awesome. They need another little man to do the do the bouncing. Marketing the stunt. That guy didn't even wrestle. I don't think in AW. He did. When? But not. Oh, often. maybe on Dark uh, or something like that. No, 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 no. But he was in. I, I mean, I'm sure he did on Dark. But he was involved in like one or two. Th- when I say he wrestled, I know I distinctively seen him at least one time. I'm Maybe not like saying tights in the ring. No, yeah. really, I don't yeah. remember it at all. But yeah, then again, it's was not a very couple, memorable. Yeah, there was a couple when it was like the the, the uh, you know the 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 slog of no audiences that whole period. I think he was involved it, in some stuff. I could be wrong, but I'm fairly certain that they had him in at least one match. He, he, he like did because he was size, fun size. They kept yeah. saying, <laughs> "Go ahead, Brandon." Fun size. Yeah, he, he was catching flack for being too small at the same time that Riho was. It was like very early on with the show. Everybody was too small for that for AEW. Too small. Uh, they're either too small, they're not fit enough, or I don't know who this guy is. 
Because people that start in W, like, because you know who Madcap Moss is. He shows up and you're just like, I know everything about this man. I'm so excited. It's called building somebody up from the ground up, man. Come on. Dork. Tony Nese. Tony Nese, I know who he is. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, does anybody really give a shit or know anything about that dude? Nobody nah. fucking cares. Fuego Del Sol, though, great character to just be the, the shapeless, ageless man who come, with a mask on that comes in and gets blasted for two minutes once a month or two. Um, Let's see. Wardlow in a two-on-one jobber match. Uh, oh, boy. Pass. We don't have to talk about it, but Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz versus 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. If you guys want to talk about it, we can. That fucking match sucked. I C- mean. C-plus on Bleacher Report. Oh, owned yeah. by TV, owned by TBS, by the way. Yeah, I, 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 I was gonna, I was gonna bring that up. Did you see that that they're owned by TBS? Yeah. Or TNT, Time Warner, somebody yeah. owns them. Whoever owns TBS and TNT. Yeah. yeah. I someone had, had, someone and, had pointed and, it out I, to me, and then I checked it out, and yeah, that's what's going on. Yeah, I, I, I just want to make sure I say that nobody pointed that out to me. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, came sure, up sure. with that yeah, on yeah. my own. Yeah, yeah. Very sure. nice, very nice. I did, I did want to. I mean, we don't have to die, deep dive here, but we can. they're just kind of making Santana and Ortiz look like fucking idiots, that their complaint is that they've hadn't had time to compete for these titles until now because they've been busy handling Jericho's business for them, even though Jericho hasn't had a story for like four months. So it just kind of looks like they're they're a little lazy. And then in, in the match, they're, they're, mad, they're mad at him, and they don't want him in the, to participate. So he does what a good person would do and he just okay i'll stand on the side then and when i can contribute i do they win and then they treat him like a dickhead and it's like these these guys santana ortiz just look like pieces of shit now even though they're trying to like make, make them look like the just characters i think i think they're trying to make jericho baby face at this point right like a super baby face how can you turn him heel how could he be the bad guy in this situation like they sit. Yeah, I mean, I guess until that night, I thought they were like trying to say that they're breaking up. The, this was like a wedged-in way to break up the inner circle, but instead it's just coming off like Santana or Ortiz stink. They're dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, you got any thoughts on this? Well, it it seems. I mean, all right, so first of all, Jericho. I was because I just watched Rampage before we we started recording, and Jericho is definitely leaning babyface more and more every week on. Uh, on Rampage. How couldn't you? They sing his fucking yeah. song when he walks yeah, down. Yeah, like, you can't. You can't. He can't. Jump Street. Uh, but the other thing was, is that he, um, it just seems strange to me. And, and you know, it's like AEW does this a lot where they've taken 2.0 and Daniel Garcia and they've put a lot of time into them. I mean, they've been on a lot. And they're, Every week they they're in all, some type of main segment with someone that's right. important. Right. And they, they And they're just using them now. Like to facilitate the breakup of the inner circle, which is kind of odd that like you don't need to put that much time into you can do that over the course of a couple of weeks with a bunch of nobodies yeah. and just have every match go south and guys are in fighting and then boom, it's already done. We already had that with the inner with um what are these guys? The hand in the air guys? Dark <laughs> dark dark dark, ring, order, dark order. Dark sorter. Dark sorter. The dark dark souls. Dark souls. The dark tower. Dark the dark reaver. The yeah. dark the dark whatever. the dark towers when they all pile up. We, on top of each other on the toilet dark, on the dark throne <laughs> dark throne but it just seems odd you're putting a lot of time in with these guys you could have just had you know i don't know not everybody has to be a massive cog in the machine man you need some guys that are just like dummies that come out and eh, whatever the 
the dark tower is the pile of shit that's laid when men are stacked on the dark throne and try pooping at once. There we go. <laughs> the dark tower. It's all piled on one dick. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's, is, is it the dark? Do we have a dark order and a dark throne? We do. Fuck. We had like three cages Spook, at one point. Spooky. Well, yeah. it's the, it's I, the, the one night I was like kind of drunk and I like could not get their names right. You guys are like, no, Brian. I was like Christian Cage. It's like, no, it's Christian Cage and Brian Cage. And, Brian and Cage, Adam. Christian Cage, Adam Page, Steel Cage, 12 Gage. 12 Gage Page. All right, let's move Van Zant. All right. Yes. <laughs> uh, CM Punk and MJF. So uh, promo. And then they beat the shit out of him. And we're not getting this match, right, At in Chicago? It's not happening. There's no way. Well, we're not getting a decent outcome. We're getting some bullshit. Brandon, thoughts? It would be cool if they did, and they actually pleasantly surprised us for once. So yeah, Sean Spears, one of the most geezer-style takedowns you'll ever see, Chris. I hope you notice that when he sneaks in behind him and he's, like, bent over at a right angle going for the double leg. <laughs> Uh, I thought you, it was a good you, heel. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Thought it was a good heel behavior by MJF sitting cross-legged on top of CM Punk, but besides that, just kind of more the same here. Correct. What were you gonna say, Chris? Uh, I was gonna say you, uh, yeah, you shoot in like an escalator. You shoot in like an elevator, not like an escalator. Somebody teach these guys. Um, they, uh, I like this. Uh, I don't know. I think it's because we've kind of, in my head, we've already kind of decided that this is about the Wardlow babyface turn and not about CM Punk and MJF. So it's just a means to an end. Um, not Contrary to what I was saying before, I think when you have a guy like CM Punk and you're going to use him to do that, you're paying him and he's a star. So it's good to use somebody like that to further another storyline because you're getting your investment back. But... Um, yeah, I just think this is going to end up being a match where CM Punk gets beat up by everybody and Wardlow finally just says no more. Because he was almost doing it last week. Right. When they went, a powerbomb him. You! Powerbomb! The only thing that would make it better if MJF, MJF blew both of his quads out when he was walking down the race. I, but, you know. I um, Yeah. I don't care at this point. CM Punk's still on the That's figure. a thing. That's the thing, though. I don't. It's a lot of parts of the show without the, uh, trashing the whole thing. Like that should be a big deal that you're watching CM Punk. Like you, you should feel something when you're seeing CM Punk get brutalized in the center of the ring by these people. But because they go on for so long, you're just kind of like, mm, yeah, we've been doing another this week. So long. They're beating him up. I guess he needs some friends now, Punk. I guess it'll be Wardlow, right? Maybe yeah. that's where we get here. Yeah, Maybe we have Wardlow is this heavy. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'd be he interested. took the roll up on purpose. Yeah, I'd like to see if he, uh, if we actually get a match. I don't know if we're going to get a match though, but we'll find out next week. Next up, oh boy, actually wasn't that bad, but oh boy, when I saw this, Red Velvet versus Layla Hirsch in a not great match, and a lot of it was in commercial. Brandon thought. Yeah, uh, again, I watched this after the fact on the app, and they just 
omit giant chunks of these matches that they show during commercials. So I, I missed some of it, but both of them got all the effort in the world. Uh, I think they look better than they have in the they past. Do, actually. Yeah. You got to give them credit. I mean, I mean, I so don't, I have, to, I don't I, have to give them credit, but I will give them credit. They, uh, they look way better than they did. I don't know. Three months ago, six months ago. That's a good sign. I guess. Go ahead. Continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm glad you jumped in. No hot take here. You know, you know, I'd love to make fun of it, say it was a complete mess, but it really wasn't. They're getting a little bit better. And I, I like Layla Hurst being a little a dirty little grouch, sneaking in some cheapies there at the end. She also, they hail her from Russia now. Instead of Gib- Gibbstown? Not Gibbstown, New Jersey anymore now. It's Russia. Uh, Chris Lutz. I like that they did this. I like that they, you know, they threw it in the middle of the card. Uh, the match wasn't spectacular. It was a little clunky, but, you know, both of them are brand new. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, and I don't mind that half of this match was in commercials. You know what I mean? It's just like, all right, get them on TV in the middle of the day, like in the middle of the show. They're on TV. People get to see them. All right, we didn't see the whole match. Who cares? It wasn't that good anyway. You know what I mean? It was a little. Me- I, I shouldn't say it wasn't good. I should say it was messy. It was as clunk. Fuck. It was clunk. It was clunk. But you know, I mean, <laughs> and when clunk. you have when you have a roster of all these people, they should be doing this more. Yeah, there's you, you got you a know, bunch. They of, should be doing this more. Even Britt Baker is only a couple years in. Like all these, a lot of these people are only a couple years in. You got some people that are vets, but these new people need to be on TV, man. They work through it, man, because you're not going to do it in. You got to do it in front of an audience. How are you going to do it in? practice not doing shit yeah you have to hear how it works yeah you know? yeah i was just gonna say what chris said maybe i'm you know if, if it was the opposite i would be complaining the other way but the show has fallen into this rhythm where there's like the people that everybody knows are the top guys then there's this second tier of guys that they've deemed good enough to lose on tv and you just see them every week again and again and it makes the matches uninteresting and, I, and the guys just aren't good enough where i care to see them every single week right. so it does feel fresh to be like oh it's not Max Caster doing another four bar little diss again. It's a uh, fucking something different. It's Layla Hirsch. Layla. Layla. She's got, she's got such strong legs. Her, her little sense of gravity. Gravity. That's so our long. longest running bit. I know. From the beginning. He said it. He did say it strong. He said something about leg strength. Oh, God, I'm getting the pieces of the joke. It had something to do with, with Jim Ross. Jim Ross and Ric Flair. All right, okay. it's all coming back. All right, good. We'll get okay. it. Maybe we'll get it. Maybe we Hopefully we'll get it on it <laughs> Britt Baker does a promo on Cleveland football. Who cares? Pittsburgh. She seemed committed to the gimmick. It was terrible. This was just a time <laughs> eater. I don't, I don't get the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's fine. I just found myself like my f- focus just drifting out of the screen. I'm just fine staring at the Vizio logo at the bottom of my TV, and then I'm like, oh, what? That was four minutes. I just missed something. Oh, you got a Vizio too? So do I. Yeah, it's it big, hot, 70 big spenders, inch brother. Big spenders. Chris thoughts. Barely got that thing through the door. <laughs> she she standing in front of a table. The setup that they have looks like some sort of promotional setup that you would see it like you know. Guys trying to give you a cell phone 20 years ago at the, <laughs> at the, at the quad at Temple University. Singular. Like, here, yeah. take this. Cricket. Here, take this. And, and, Singular. An and, 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 and easel. Well, no, back then, wasn't even. I think it, it was may have still been Omnipoint. 
the easel with like you know the picture of somebody like hey you got coverage all over here and you really fucking don't and you can chirp yeah it's just some like real shitty presentation of like like but one of them would, they didn't even have one of them on a stand i was like you know she pointed to one of the wards and it was just sitting there like a plate yeah <laughs> it's just it was, it was, yeah, it was uh, poorly terrible. produced. Terrible. That's Production a tough job. Like those people that have to sell like stuff that you wouldn't buy on no notice, like a phone or like you're going to change your like power source of oh, your home to, to end or something. Like, those oh, people, those people oh. they got them out in the middle of winter walking up to strangers in a big city asking them if they want to switch their fucking electricity provider. Like how much they pay these poor people, man. I right out of skin, you know, it's, it's like, like right out of bad. college with a sales degree. And that's the job you get right out of college. Good. It's like I was running into Walmart to get batteries, and now now I'm going to change who provides my internet. All of a sudden, in the middle of this Walmart, like I feel bad for some of those. Like nobody's going to do this shit. No. The the window people. Yeah, I don't know. Well, my, Not to get. Oh well, topic. we have uh, bath fitters. Art. <laughs> yeah, let me get a new tub. Good, Chris. We uh, tar- mine's my big one's the AT and T person at Target. You know, as you walk, you're walking through Target, and they go, "Oh yeah, you're talking about cell phone? No, thank you. Who's your carrier?" And, I, and well, they'll ask you, "Oh, I have T-Mobile. Are you interested in AT and T? I'm interested in getting to the milk and getting out of here. That's all I wanted to do today. I don't want to hear your spiel about this. Oh my God, I had the hardest. And then eventually, cancel my AT and T back in the day. Oh my God, took forever. One. One time I actually told the, I think I told the guy, oh, I forget what I said. Man, my brain is shit ski today. I'm sorry, guys. It's okay. But he was trying to do it. No, no. And he was trying to, trying to get me. And I looked at him. I was like, no, no, no. Take the hint. Move on to somebody else. Like I was just, I was like, leave me alone. He's following me through the store. I had to let me power my phone off and go through a 90 page Verizon contract with you in this kiosk in Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget when I uh, when I finally I know when I one of the times I tried to switch over to get out of my AT and T contract I went to a store and I was with my girlfriend at the time now mind you I was in this contract with a my daughter's mother from years ago <laughs> and when I went in and I was with you know my current girlfriend at the time um, I went into the store and I have to go through the whole spiel and I'm trying to cancel the account. And then I got to, you know, I want to re, I want to open another one with another company, but I got to cancel this account. And they're like, who's the, who's the account under? And I give my daughter's mother's name and they go, um, what relation is this to you? I was like, oh, it's my uh, wife. Baby my mom. girlfriend at the time was like, looked at me that she was not my wife, but we just lied to get on the same fucking line. My girlfriend at the time, like, look, like you saw the blood rush out of her face. She turned into a corpse and I just like, did a hand motion underneath the table, like, and then we talked about it when we got outside. I was like, no, it was just a lie just to get on the same fucking line. <laughs> they didn't buy it, by the way. <laughs> we needed her to call. I was like, well, listen, that's never happening. There you go. <laughs> so you stayed on AT&T for the next 20 years? Yep. <laughs> stayed on AT&T for the next, like, 10 years. Finally got it. That's out. what you get for uh, engaging with those people. Yep. That's what you get for lying, I guess. All right, let's move on. Lights out match. The lights went out. The rules don't matter anymore. Orange Cassidy versus Adam Cole. Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, the, I mean, this happened. It was a uh, lights out, more comedic than the typical lights out match. 
we get a uh, Danhausen bus in uh, of uh, <laughs> of like new era Ring of Honor that nobody watched. Chris is just waving his arms, going like, "Who the fuck cares?" In the back, he was uh, under the ring, hanging onto a chair. So I guess that's the type of shit that some of these AEW people get a, a pop for. Um, Apparently, it's a big deal. I, I don't I, know. I've only I watched a couple AEW or a couple Ring of Honor just because it was on. Put it on. Uh, I think he's supposed to be like an evil. What is he? What's his deal? He's a sorcerer. Is he a sorcerer? I wish he was. I a sorcerer. have no idea, but that would be awesome. I think he's just like, I don't know. I don't know what his gimmick is. But I'm not going to... How make... much of that... Go ahead. No, I'm not going to pass judgment because I'm I'm ignorant on him. Maybe he is very popular. But who's watching Ring of Honor? Really? <laughs> right. That, doesn't it give you that... Like, I think I, that's what it is. I get this little spiteful feeling where it's like, you he gets this applause through the crowd. And I'm like, how much of this applause is people just acting like they should know who this is so they're going to cheer with everyone else right or because yeah, there's no Dan fucking Housen. way that all these yeah. people are stoked on dan Housen. yeah like what what we watched way too much of this shit and we're like huh i was just like <laughs> okay and they're like you know and we i had the steve uh, the, i mean i know who he is but i almost had the um jim ross reaction where it's like who is this person we talking about who booked this guy who, yeah, who this dude who booked him i don't know Chris, thoughts, nothing, da, thoughts on Dan match. It had nothing to do with the match. No, he put he a just kind of pointed it at him, put a curse on Adam Cole, and cursed him thinner. And, and that was it. It was very strange. Well, he, it was He signed AEW. He is all elite. He is all elite. Um, I will. I would like. To, I'm not saying whether I like him or I don't. I have no, know nothing about him. I don't know shit about him. Uh, when I when I watch AEW this week. I hope he's on so I get to see what the deal is. I'm okay, cool. Somebody knew that apparently people like. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. Um, but then uh I like this match. I thought that the all the or the all the like the the interference and stuff was properly timed and it and it made sense and it furthered other shit going on with other people and you know, I enjoyed this. I had no problem with this. Yeah, also you get Adam Cole takes the loss. But it was takes the out. first L. But it's liked out, so it doesn't count. So it doesn't matter, right, exactly. Right. So everybody looks fine coming out of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, you know what? I think it's a thing where it's the people that are – because these shows aren't selling out right now, whether that's COVID or whatever. You know, you're getting, I don't know, 3,000 stadium. You're getting like 1,000 people in there, maybe 1,500, maybe 2,000. I imagine the people that are braving Omicron and ice storms – or the diehards, and they know who the fuck Dan Housen is. They watch all this dork shit. Yeah, Chris. Are you saying that uh, it was cold and icy at Beach Blast in <laughs> Cleveland, Ohio, in fucking the last week of January? Impossible. I honestly, I think what would be great is that they did Beach Blast wherever they used to do the WCW one where they had the pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was fucking yeah. great. They need to bring that back. Um, did we get any Andrade stuff this week? Did we get any announcements? Yes. We did because I missed it. Go ahead. I I don't know if it was on. Brandon, do you remember? I don't remember. No, no, I remember it. I'm what I'm, I'm what I'm saying is I don't know if it was on uh, Dynamite or Friday or Wednesday. Might have been uh, Rampage, but I'm not sure. Um, he confronted 
uh, Andrade confronted Darby Allen in the locker room. I don't remember this. How did I miss yes. this? Yeah, and, and, oh, and yeah. Was yeah. it was it uh, right after the Brock Anderson match that I didn't give a fuck about? Or? No, 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 no. I don't, I don't know when it was. was. Like, I don't work for Sting. Yeah, and he's, <laughs> he's talking How to him. How did I miss he's, this? He's, wait, wait, wait. He's talking. Darby Allen's sitting there, and he's talking gimmick. to him. And he says, he says, uh, you know, I, I lived, I slept on park benches and under bridges and in cars. I, I really don't care about money. And he says, Oh, I do remember this. Now. He says, Shut your boss. The name is Price. He says, So tell your boss the name is Price. Name is Price, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I think at one point he goes, Yeah, Sting is not my boss. You tell your boss, <laughs> and he's and he. I like how he does like the hands. Yeah. he's got the hands on his collar. You tell your boss to name <coughs> his pride, <laughs> Mister Sting. No, nobody talks like this. He does. <laughs> but he does. So good. I love, I love it. it. I love it. Fucking stupid. So anyway, he he uh, he went to get up. Darby Allen went to get up and um. Bill Alfonso, what's his what's his assistant's name? It's escaping Antonio. Assistant, I don't remember. Anyway, he went to get up and he blocked him with the iPad. Darby Allen pulled out a bat and they were like, he was like, no, 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 you need to calm down, calm down. No, you tell your boss the name. He's Price. He's Price. (laughs) It was funny. Andrade doesn't, doesn't think friendships exist. Old people are only together for money. I love it. Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, no, I, I barely remember watching that, but that's hilarious. Yeah, please keep this going. That you, Andrade is like this, uh, thinks everyone's a mercenary for whoever that they hang out with in real life, or not real life on the yeah. show. I'm, who is I'm this wondering, kid? <laughs> I'm one who works. Steam. That works for Steam. I'm wondering now, does Andrade think it goes the opposite way with his girlfriend? Because his he's actually giving, probably giving money to his girlfriend's father. Favors <laughs> <laughs> fucking divorce. Maybe that's what it is. Oh uh, man, he. I think you know. Going back to that, how 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 I can almost guarantee you that Ric Flair was probably. They probably had something planned for him and Andrade in AEW, and he was so counting on that paycheck. And then the dick touching story came the fuck out, and they were like, "You need to bet." That's like, in in and let's be honest, in today's in this day and age, and like at as of right now, six months ago, that was death sentence. Now that's kind of disappear for a year and then come back. But still, he was like, <laughs> he's probably like, God damn it, I need that. Probably why his wife left him. He's home all the time. Now. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably like he was probably like probably I crying see him like, and, and stuff because he's a crier. Like Henry Hill, Henry Hill when he gets bailed out of jail in Goodfellas and he's looking for the coke. Yeah. Karen, I need that money. I need Karen, that money, Karen. We're dead, Karen. Uh, she flushed it down the toilet, just like all Ric Flair's hopes and dreams. I'm thinking of that. Remember that video of Andrade like suplexing Flair in the pool? Yeah. They were all like in uh, at some resort together. Right. I, you know Flair is that old. I'm I'm just imagining. He's you know Hito Rick. That, like, old, yeah. He's the Rick. Hito Rick Flair, the ripping and the tearing, the ripping and the tearing. 
ripping the chair, <laughs> the wild women, and defend the honor of his wild women. <laughs> Brandon, go ahead. Continue. I'm sorry. I'm just imagining, you know, Flair is that old guy that's like super charming in front of the family. And then he corners you, corners Andrade in the pool with like a Mai Tai. And he's like, starts saying, he's like, you got to get me on AEW, man. He's like, give me $20,000 or something. Give me some money. You know, or he like, go over to tell my daughter what a piece of shit you want. Or he shows up with like a business proposal. Like, yeah, 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 something like, like that. Yeah, I'm going to invest in this, this hotel. It's a hotel <laughs> in, in, in uh, where's he from? Fucking North Carolina. This hotel. He's got a ball now. Good boy Terry. Oh, God. Terry's opened up on a place called Hogan's Hoagies. <laughs> it's going to be a chain in the Tampa area. We, we just need a seed round. <laughs> he was, uh. <laughs> I get this. Have you been reading on the internet? There's this new thing called. NFTs. We can get in on that. I could show you anything about blockchain, over. buddy. <laughs> Cover He's covered in blood with the blood <laughs> flare eyes, and he's like, "You know, you're taking, you're taking my daughter, and you should reconsider instead of blood. Who your energy supplier is. <laughs> instead of blood, it's margaritas or something pouring down his face." Would you like to sign up gr- for Singular Mobile? Uh, the guy. <laughs> He's got grenadine running from his cheek <laughs> from the sides of his mouth. And slapping the scar. Woo, woo. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I can't wait to see him outside, like, suburban station going, woo. Sign up for T-Mobile immediately. Yo, he's on the Iron Shield. Did you car shield? <laughs> He's on the Iron Sheik Road where he goes into the Denny's with the belt over his shoulder and tells him, hey, you want an autograph? And when they get it, he charges them yeah. 20 bucks. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Pay me now. It's like, okay. It's like the guy. He's the bartender giving me, hey, you want a exactly. shot? And then, then, he, then I got to pay for it. Not really, but if you're giving me one, oh, it's 18 bucks. All right, let's move on. He keeps, he's getting a hundred off you of never answer- every Every time he goes to the bar, even though it's all inclusive, he's just started piling up. He's gonna leave the weekend with fourteen hundred bucks. You never, you never. I was when you were telling your story. Yes. Since you just brought it up, how was the Rocks Tequila? It was fine. All right, good. all right. I'm just curious. It was, it was fine. It wasn't great. You didn't even get any guac on the rock. I did not get guac on the rock. Uh, let's move on. AW Rampage break breach break. Baja Blast. Uh, John Moxley versus Max Caster? No, Anthony Bowens. That's the only one that wrestles, right? Max Caster is a listen guy. Mm-hmm. Max Caster uh, says stuff about his wife and does his usual shtick. And then we get a good Moxley match where he beats the shit out of him. Pretty good. Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, the match was pretty Match was pretty good. Uh, you, could, you could tell Bowens got up for it. He's a good wrestler. I think he would be more interesting on his own, honestly. Someone was talking about these group of wrestlers that are just so – I, I don't even want to say I don't like them. I just don't want to see them every week because I don't care. Max Caster's falling into that group, like making fun of Moxley's wife and shit, where even when it's good, I just don't care anymore. So right. that's a, never a good sign. I wish someone would just make fun of him back for – Getting suspended and trying to sell his pants on eBay for 500 bucks and then dele- deleting the listing when he got zero bids. It's right there. The joke's right there, man. <laughs> Buy my underwear. My my fighting underwear. Chris thoughts. 
It's funny you said that because remember when that happened, when he got suspended and there was like, you know, this was the guy that the AEW fan base was going to get behind and push back into his position. Like, bring him back. We want him back. Bring him back, bitching and moaning that this, like, fucking Max Caster is the guy that you're going to, you're going to rest your, all your hopes and dreams on and get, put your effort into getting back onto the card after you got in trouble. Um, I mean, I said it before about these guys. They say it all the time, though. It's like, you know, yeah, Max Caster's fucking hateable. Then he comes out and shows his ass and gets shit kicked out of him in yeah. the story. And it's, you know, it's, it's Max very Caster's formulaic the of and it works. He's 32 years old. Uh, how about Brock what Anderson? What is he doing from 20 to 30? Uh, listen, he'll tell you. Writing rhymes. Yeah, writing rhymes. Brock He's Anderson and Lee Johnson versus FTR. <laughs> Ran it, Vox. B plus on uh, Bleacher Report. B plus. Jesus Christ. Um, I don't mind Lee Johnson. Like, He's fine. No, I mean, I, I don't know. FTR is good enough to make. Brock Anderson not look as bad as he probably is. So I didn't think the match was like terrible, but just eh, I don't know. I just didn't didn't move the needle for me. I do think maybe in like a year or two, if they hide them for a little while, Lee Johnson and Brock Anderson could be an interesting tag team, just simply off of the fact that they would be the only tag team that doesn't look like two of the same person with like one right. one character trait right. altered, mm-hmm. like every other tag team that right. they have. That is, that's a good that's point. Like, I didn't even think of that. You know, a lot of their tag teams are design tag teams, and they all look exactly the same. Young Bucks, it's like the same fucking dude. One's I just still more can't athletic. Tell you. I still can't tell you which one's which. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Yeah. There's like one with with better hair. There's Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, which one guy is just a little bit bigger than the uh, than the other one. Right. There's. Uh, FCR is just like one of them gets the they're the same dude hair 14 versus hair one yeah yeah like, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. character it's just like a lot, a lot of just like two of the same person it's funny you should say hair this one because, is the bald one yeah hair one standard hair good it's it's funny you say that though because I was watching that match and I was thinking to myself there were six people involved involved in the match including the managers yeah and um. Four out of the six people involved in that match, I have a hard time looking at. Right. <laughs> the other two are Tully Blanchard and Mullet Guy and FTR. Everybody yeah. else involved in that match is just just strange looking, and I just can't handle it. Structure, Brock, muscular, I, structure, standard. That's the difference yeah, between right. two guys in varsity like, bonds. Right. <laughs> yeah, Brock Anderson comes into the ring, and he's the hot tag. That blew my mind. And he's like fumbling and bumbling through everything. I was like, why wouldn't you have him sell for most of the match? Bring Lee Johnson as the hot tag. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Move on. Jade Cargill versus Julia Hart in, in a uh, glorified squash. Although Julia Hart got some action in. This was fine. Whatever. It wasn't good. Brandon thoughts. Yeah, and insane to fight with an eye patch. This girl's 26 and 0, and you're gonna <laughs> send yeah. some woman in there with an eye patch on to try to beat her. It's like, what are we well, doing? Well, she signed here? it. She signed the contract on Dynamite while Leaf Garrison, a uh, Leaf Garrison, Leaf Erickson, was saying, "No, don't do it. You would have bet your eye." And she's like, "I'll do what I want, bitch," or whatever she said. <laughs> nah, that's uh, let's go with that. Yeah. And then she what came into that? the ring and got kicked in the face. I did like the uh, Excalibur was like, oh, she got kicked in the spot where her 
her eye patch was, so she didn't even see it coming. You, you notice that right foot went right into that left eye. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Chris Love. Yeah. They do the same thing every match. I think you pretty much scout that out. <laughs> That's one thing that they do in Japan all the time that I fucking love is that after the two guys wrestle each other a hundred times, they start blocking their shit. Yep. You know? Or they're or they keep using the same finisher and then it stops working. Right. So they have to add something it. new to it. And they make a big deal about it. Yeah. I oh, mean, look at look at the money clip. Yeah, the money clip. Oh. They had to bring the money clip in. Had to clip in the money clip. Yeah, got to got to weaken oh. that neck to take the uh, to take the, uh, the the short arm clothesline. Makes it more effective. Uh, uh, yeah, Chris. I'll tell you this: if yes. you're, or so, you know, was there any doubt in your mind that Jay Cargo was going to win? No. no. Of course not. Yeah. So just fucking squash her. Just yeah. and, and I mean annihilator. She did a pretty good right? job of it. I did like that Julia Hart was able to get a little bit of offense in, but. And then when you have. <laughs> I mean, I think this match is eight minutes, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, Jared goes in there. (laughs) Well, you know, she was a cheerleader. She's using those cheerleader skills. (laughs) Whatever that means. It's serious. Well, because she does the cartwheel. She does the elbow. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, she does the springboard clothesline or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Her cheerleader skills. She's using her cheerleader skills. That's Purely, it's probably not a it sport. is probably tough when there's just complete nonsense going on. You have to fill eight minutes of dead air. You're just yeah. like, Ugh. And he's also screaming at the top of his lungs the whole fucking time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Jelly it's not like they, they could have had two four minute squash matches and get some fucking dude that's on dark or some woman that's on dark on a regular basis on the TV show. Yeah. Um, Jurassic Park versus Private Party. Jurassic Park of the champs. They win. There you go. Brandon thoughts. I'll pass on this one. I, I don't even remember that it happened. I stared at the screen and zoned out. Yeah, same here. And then the gun club comes in at the end and uh, attacks uh, the champs. Chris, thoughts? Nah, I'm gonna. I, I think I uh, was doing stuff while this was on, so I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna call it. Um, <laughs> see how this. This is a Jurassic Express, Jurassic Park, uh, the ride. Um, <laughs> the experience. They, experience it they, Jurassic uh, experience Jurassic experience they uh Luchasaurus got beat up yeah um Luchasaurus oh no I'm sorry Luchasaurus came in as the hot tag you thought he was going to beat some guys up lasted about two seconds and then the little guy came in and he won the match and the private party did a bunch of flips Pretty close. And and Matt Hardy stood outside the ring was probably the only entertaining thing. The there was match. a good spot where, an ass out of where <laughs> Luchasaurus was going for. It was ridiculous in a professional wrestling way where it just made no sense. But Luchasaurus was trying to walk to the other side of the ring for the hot tag. So one of Private Party grabbed one leg. He started dragging him. So the other member of Private Party grabbed the other leg. He dragged them both over. That was pretty good. In a yeah, prof- and this spot. is preposterous professional wrestling. I was kind of like, uh, oh, it's pretty cute. Okay. Anything can happen when you're anything can happen when you wrestle on a half man, half dinosaur. That's true. Yeah. Any thoughts? And, uh, and anything it, I forget? Well, at one point, Chris Jericho called him a gigantic Godzilla. Hmm. That's opposed. <laughs> that's opposed to a very small, small Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> <No>, tiny little Godzilla. <laughs> Did I miss anything, Brandon? Did I miss anything? No, I don't think so. Lights out. I think we t- we touched on whatever the fuck happened. Chris, did you think of that uh, Ric Flair joke? I, I didn't. Okay. It's gone to the ether. Yeah. It's it's flaming, flaming globes of Sigmund. 
Here we go. <laughs> the full AW Dynamite card, according to Last Word on Sports, my favorite website to use when I'm doing this, because they misspell everything. So here's your full Dynamite card, according to them. Malachi Black and Brody King versus Pac and Penta El Sierra Miedo. So we're getting the Black Kings of the Black Throne. The Kings of the Toilet. <laughs> two versus Kings. One Toilet. Death Triangle. Brandon, thoughts? Two, king, two Kings, one, one Cup. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like fun. <laughs> oh, go, fuck. They're like two of the only ones I like, and I can't stop making fun of them. Who eats the pin in this match? That's a tough one. Nobody. DQ. Somebody gets shit spit in their face. Or... This isn't going to end. No. Pac's going to kick him in the dick. Chris, sounds good. Thoughts? This is a good one. This yeah. is, I, I, I like this. I love this. A lot of bad tattoos in that ring, boy. Three of the four, dude. A lot of bad tattoos on, tattoos on this guy you're talking to right now. So Same here. Like, I, Same here. That's all. <laughs> uh, he's Ruby got Soho WCW on the front, WCW on the back. I do. I got double WCW, double WC dubs. <laughs> are they on opposite sides? They are on opposite sides. So it's like a mirror. It is. You gotta do a luchador Calvin peeing on your coat. Yep. And uh, we'll be good. Blue Demon Calvin. Uh, Ruby Soho is facing Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose came out and we got a uh, classic. Can we call it classic? Uh, 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 the widow of Guerrero saying, excuse me. Is that a classic? Because I don't think anybody ever liked it. She came to AW. She was going to reinvent herself. She's still screaming, excuse me. She came out and Ruby Soho's or and Nyla Rose said, "I want Ruby Soho." Brand thoughts. Yeah, that's one of the that is one of those things where the first time I saw it, I was like, "This has got to stop immediately." Fast forward 15 years and it's still still going on of all the bad wrestling gimmicks. But match could be fun. Yeah. These two didn't did they face off in that tournament? Were they on the same side of that thing? I think so. Yeah, they uh, Soho beat Nyla Rose to face. That's uh, why they're Jay doing Cardinal. this. Yeah. Chris, thoughts? Nyla Rose is going to do that King Kong knee drop off the top rope, and I'm going to shit my pants because every time she does it, I think she's going to kill whoever she lands on. I hope she does. Not Ruby Soho. Kill someone. Who do you want to die on the AW roster? Fuck. Um, who do I want to die? You know, I. Ric Flair, who's on the roster, right? He's getting paid. I don't know. He's like, hey, Tony, <laughs> I got this new idea for, or yeah, <laughs> woo, energy, woo, your electric bills, slapping, making himself bleed with slapping. <laughs> I'm fired. I'm fired. I'm already fired. Can't fire me. I'm fired. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon thoughts. Oh, we already wrote you. Uh, I don't know. Here's the you rest. Know what? I, Tony I'm, Khan. Tony Khan on. would probably be the funniest. No, I got one. I got one. Billy well, Gunn's kid. He has a speed heart the, attack. Good. I'm sorry. Billy Gunn kid, but the one that looks like, like the the, the football coach, the one that used to go. Oh God, you guys are gonna get this. Brandon <laughs> will get this. The guy who coaches in Carolina. He used to coach for Temple. Matt Rule. Yeah. You know. So, <laughs> I gotta look he it does, up. Look, I have no idea. You gotta look it up. He looks like Billy Gunn's one kid. <laughs> How's it spelled? Uh, R-H-U-L-E. Oh, R-H-U-L-E. It came up. R-H-U. 
You're really. <laughs> okay. Dude, I was watching today. I was like, oh, God, he looks like Matt. That kid's hideous. He looks like Matt Roll. <laughs> On that AEW Botches Twitter account, there's a really funny Billy Gunn video yesterday of somebody suicide diving, like full speed into Billy Gunn, and Billy Gunn misses him slams his head into like that steel railing and billy gunn just kind of like turns his head the other way like fuck that guy you're nice. <laughs> catching that shit yeah <laughs> it's like you, think you would know better to do that to an old man yeah don't do that i mean really suicide dive is like yeah i'm gonna go suicide dive the guy that's almost 60 yeah use your fucking head i would have done that. He, and i'm sure that guy was probably coming at him and he was like fuck this yeah you're eating this yeah. kips up who's kips up is that the guy that did it that's Billy Gunn's Twitter name, I guess. Is that his real name? Kipsop? I don't know. That's a weird name. He's a weird dude. Likes steroids. Gets caught, gets fired. He was the strength coach for something. And he got fired. NXT. For Temple. He was the NXT. He was the NXT strength conditioning coach, I think. And he got caught doing steroids because he was doing powerlifting competition. That's right. That's what he was doing. Yeah. Tested him for steroids because he probably thought, fuck it, I'm a coach. You're not going to test me. Right. And he got caught. He got fired. CM Punk versus MJF in Chicago. This is the last match on their full AEW Dynamite match card as of let's see when this posted. Oh, this posted today. So this is all we got so far. It's airing tomorrow. <laughs> we talked about this already. What are we hoping comes out of this, Brandon? What was what match was it? CM Punk and MJF. Wasn't listening to you. Oh, um, I mean, hopefully we get somewhere with the Wardlow turn, right? And let's let's uh even these teams out a little bit. Yep. But what I actually hope happens is uh, when one way she perform, Tenman gets embarrassed. That could be that could be a cop out of this. He just starts beating up Tenman. Tenman interferes. Wardlow won't interfere. Tenman does. It's like, what, what the fuck's wrong with you? And Tenman's like, I'm Tenman. Everybody says I'm great. I don't think as many times as they go back, which I feel like they're in Chicago every eight weeks, but yeah, I don't right. think whatever they do, they're embarrassing CM Punk there. So. Right. Oh, speaking of Chicago, New Japan announced that they're going to have a show in Chicago. They announced the t- talent. They're like, coming live to Chicago for the first time ever. Starring New Japan stars. Filthy Tom Lawler. Damn Nagata. Tomohiro Ishii. Tom Lawler. Juice Robinson. It's like, they go to this shit. Um, He's craving a deep dish. He's like, I'll go over there. Yeah, fuck yeah. Can I, uh, I'll tell you a uh, Tom Lawler story. Something loosely related to Tom Lawler. Would you like to hear that? Yeah, oh, did he, wait, did he well, dress like no. the fucking uh, shockmaster and fall in the front door <laughs> during the UFC thing? Go ahead, Chris. Or whatever it was spelled. So, so um, Brandon was there. We went to go see Bloodsport in the, uh, in the Mardi Gras room of the Showboat Casino. The Mardi Gras. And uh, I'm assuming that's what it's called. We survived and the Bloodsport. We, we survived the Bloodsport. There were shooters sport. in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, there quite a few. There was, there was assless shirt man. Shirtless assless. He was walking around. Wait, what? Down. Shirtless, assless man was walking around down. I, I, you know, was this a, was so long, guys. He, he had no a, shirt on. He looked like a fucking fat potato. And he was had he no a wrestler? Ass. Or was he just like no, some, he was just some dude. <laughs> what? 
Yeah. What time <laughs> of year was this? this? This was uh, I don't remember. I was it was pre-summer, I believe. Pre-summer. This was like se- was September twenty. Pre-summer. It was September twenty nineteen. Yeah, but it was no, it wasn't. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? Um, I was curious why I, someone would be shirtless. I because dude, you didn't see this crowd. <laughs> So I didn't – I have the feeling MDK, that brother. by the end of the show, people were just walking in. Because if I'm not mistaken, Brandon, they didn't even check our tickets, did they? June 2019. Uh, I forget. I don't think, I don't think so. Anyway, Somebody we walked stuck right in there and got too hot, took their top off. Yeah, yeah, so, we went in, so we go in there, and we're watching. And now Tom Lawler is wrestling uh, Davey Boy Smith Jr. Mm. Tom Lawler's wears uh, like fight shorts, the tight ones, the old school ones, and on the dick is a Trojan ad, and on the ass is a Pampers ad. Nice. That's his joke. Well done. Some dude is standing right next to me, screaming. Kind of seemed like he didn't go. There. That's not why he was there. Him and his buddy. And he looks at you and he goes, "Who you want to win this match, this guy?" Oh, the guy with the pampers on his pants. He says it to you? Yeah. Chris, why do weirdos approach you all the time? You're not very approachable. I don't know. I've been asking myself that forever. Everybody's looking for trouble. I don't get it. All right. I'm a a He-Man. I'm a He-Man fan. And there's He-Man, right? Mm -hmm. And, well, I'm thinking of the little minifigures I have. So there's He-Man. And then there's Anti-He-Man. Yeah. And he's the most evil man in the universe. He's all black with red hair, red eyes, and everything's red. There's a anti- I am anti He Man. Okay. Hmm? I am anti He Man. He uh he asked me this question and without even looking at him I said, I'm just trying to enjoy myself, bud. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, What now I can't even understand what the fuck he's saying to me. And I look at Brandon, I was like there's seats open on the other side. Let's go sit over there. <laughs> I didn't even look at him. We walked around the other side and sat down. That's my Tom Lawler story. Nice. Well done. That's a classic Chris response there. That nothing, No words he said were impolite, but everything about it is like, shut the fuck up and get away. Yeah, everything. <laughs> I didn't say, I, well, yeah. It's, well, it's all in tone. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to enjoy right? myself. I'm just here. trying to enjoy myself here. In other words, you're <laughs> ruining it. You're I'm ruining trying to enjoy myself. And you're making it so I'm not. Well done. I'm the dude that always gets approached by the freakazoid. Yes, you do. Fascinating. I don't get it. They don't talk to me at all. I look like a fucking troll. I don't get it. There was like they, that was a type of show where there's a dude trying to sell old DVDs of wrestling pay per views from yesteryear, like five feet away from the ring. Was it Feinstein? No. Out there hustling. No. No, but they had T-shirts for GCW and for Bloodsport. And they were like $45. Jesus. And they were like gilded oh, maybe. times times five. They were like wetsuits. Oh, maybe Feinstein and Lauderdale don't get along. They probably chase the same children for sex. Probably. What is this, some DVD guy you you guys know? Uh, Feinstein? Yeah, we used to we used to do um, backyard wrestling with him. But he ended up getting caught in some kind of oh, sex God. sting. Yeah. That's a tough look trying to sell DVDs. And He's still out there, man. DVDs he was at that fucking sh- that that uh the show with the Great Muda was at at twenty three hundred Arena. Yeah, that, they're, they're always there. He was. He was there. That's, I was real polite to him. I was like, "Hey, how you doing?" He's like, "Oh, look who's here! I brought Muda over." I was, I was like, "Oh, that's awesome." And then Muda wanted like fucking fifty bucks to get your pictures fucking 
Carney. He wanted 50 bucks to shake his hand and get a picture. Get the hell out of here. He couldn't even stand up get at that point. Get the hell out of here. Get I'm looking for Annie He-Man for you. I can't find him. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? I'm trying to think of anything I forgot. I don't think there's anything. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we got nothing next week. Well, we'll have the stardom show. We can talk about that. I'll have vetted it. There was an invasion angle. And I'll... Uh, Oh, yeah, life goes on. Give you all the background on that. All right, let's get out of here. You ready? Yes. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us this week. Join us here every week at Wrestling is Hard. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hard, number four wrestling. Subscribe and follow. Subscribe on YouTube. We are Wrestling is Hard Productions. Tell your friends, and for Brandon and Chris, I'm Jim, and we will be back here next week. And Chris just remembered the joke.